book of Proverbs for us and uh, gave us the introduction of uh, what's going on in the book and uh, who's writing at least most of it and who he's writing it to. Um, And the first thing, uh, one of the things that I want to bring up uh, from last week were these two ladies uh, that he spoke about. There was uh, Lady Wisdom and there was Lady Folly. Uh, tonight, we're going to get to see a glimpse of Lady Wisdom. And so, uh, as we dive in, if you would, uh, go with me to Proverbs chapter 1. Proverbs chapter 1. And go over to uh, chapter 20. And I'll read this first part, but we'll go to chapter 2 as well. But I'll just read this first part and we'll uh, dive in. Chapter 1, verse 20. Wisdom cries aloud in the street. In the market, she raises her voice. At the head of the noisy street, she cries out. At the entrance of the city gates, she speaks. How long, O simple ones, will you love being simple? How long will scoffers delight in their scoffing? And fools hate knowledge. If you turn at my reproof, behold, I will pour out my spirit to you. I will make my words known to you. And so as we have Lady Wisdom, uh, who is here, and she's the one that is speaking out. Um, And in our English context, we uh, don't deal with this very much, but in like the Spanish and uh, French context, like they have masculine words and feminine words. And so wisdom uh, in the Hebrew is a feminine word. And so that's why we see this lady wisdom and this uh, lady folly. So we have these words and they're using this uh, as a feminine term uh, for us here. So uh, whenever I relate this to Jesus Christ, I'm not calling him a girl, okay? So just... Uh, be okay with me. All right, so wisdom cries aloud in the street. In the market, she raises her voice. At the head of the noisy street, she cries out. At the entrance of the city gates, she speaks. And as it is using those feminine terms, it made me think of a mom looking for her children and crying out in the store, hey, Where are you? Hey, come here. Come over here, right? And so, because this is what what she's doing. She's crying aloud, right? Because why do we as moms, why do we as dads want to have our children underneath our wings, especially in busy places like this that they're talking about, for protection? We don't want someone to steer them off the path. We want them to stay right with us. And so... As we're, we're hearing this lady wisdom cry out, right? She's not over kind of in the corner. She is at the she is crying aloud in the streets. So she's right in the main road there. She's in the market. She raises her voice. At the heads of the noisy streets, she cries out. At the entrance of the city gates, she speaks. And so this lady wisdom 
is moving from place to place, but she's choosing high traffic areas, right? Just like a smart mom would do if she had misplaced a kid in a Walmart, right? We go to high traffic areas so we can see this way and this way. And so this lady wisdom is doing this, but this is the Spirit of God crying out to us. And this is what the Spirit of God is saying. And it's saying, How long, O simple ones, will you love being simple? How long will scoffers delight in their scoffing? And fools hate knowledge. And so the Spirit of God is crying out to us and saying, Turn away. Stop reveling in that scoffing. Start, stop thinking of the simple things. Right? When we just think of separate ourselves from God's purpose, how simple life becomes. Because we're not created for anything greater. We live and we die. How long are we going to stay trapped in this? Of these simple things. How long are we going to hate knowledge? And as Daniel told us last week, knowledge is this information that we're given. Well, this lady, wisdom, is crying out to those lost ones that are there saying, come to me. Come be safe. Come rest yourself underneath my wing. And then it says in verse 23, uh, yeah, 23, if you turn at my reproof, behold, I will pour out my spirit to you. I will make my words known to you. And so as we go through these Proverbs and we're trying to comprehend and as Daniel told us last week just how they're not, not strategic in, in the way that they... Um, how, how'd you word that, Daniel? I'm sorry. <laughs> um, as they're, they're good, they're generalities is the word that you use. They're generalities of how we facilitate our lives. In most settings, it is good for us to do it this way. Well, we can't do it the right way without believing in the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. You cannot obtain knowledge. You cannot obtain wisdom without turning away from these simple things, these simple trials of life and just the grind of every day and not turning and receiving his reproof and turning to him and allowing him to pour out his spirit upon us and to impart this knowledge into us. And so without that, all of this is not going to make any sense, right? I've had the great privilege of being able to teach the Bible for over 15 years now. But I can't go to this without asking God 
to pour out His Spirit upon me so that I can teach this Word. I can't do it in my own strength. It doesn't matter how long I've been in the ministry. It doesn't matter how many things God's allowed me to do. That, it means absolutely nothing. Because this is a new day. This is a new time to be in the Word. These are different people that have ever been in the room at the same time. And so we have to ask the Spirit to lead us. And I think we turn back from those simple things when we neglect that spirit. And we neglect him telling us what to do today. Well, I've gotten up and I've gone to work every single day of my life. I don't need to know what to do. I've raised two kids. I don't need help with the third one. I've done this. I've done that. And when we do that, we have done nothing but turn back to the simple things because we think we are handling life. Well, I want to be clear. You will not understand the wisdom that is going to come from this word if you think you know it all. If you think you've got it figured out and that you can't learn anything from his word. And that is very, very dangerous. So it is his spirit that opens up our eyes to be able to receive this word. Okay? So go with me over to chapter 2, verse 1. And we're going to be in verses 1 through 10. And this is Solomon speaking to his son, and he says, My son... If you receive my words and treasure up my commandments with you, making your ear attentive to wisdom and inclining your heart to understanding, yes, if you call out for insight and raise your voice for understanding, if you seek it like silver and treasure and search for it as for hidden treasures, then you will understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. And so Solomon here is pleading with one of his sons. And he says, my son, if you receive my words and treasure up my commandments. And so receive it. Have you ever had somebody, when you're talking to them, and you, hear, and you use the phrase that went in one ear and out the other? Right? Well, if we receive something, it goes into our ear and it goes down to our heart because it transforms our actions. And if we treasure those things up, we're thankful for it. When people speak to us and we listen, we're not thinking of what to say next and we're not hearing anything that they say because what they say is not important. So we're going to, oh, what am I going to say next? Because what I really have to say is valuable. That's not receiving. That's not hearing these words. That's not receiving them because it's going in one ear and out the other. But it needs to go in our ear and down to our heart. 
And we not only need to do that, but we got to treasure them up. We can't do it just one time. Or I can't do this with just my wife. Or I just can't do this with just Daniel. No, everyone deserves my ear. Everyone deserves this respect. And I need to treasure that up if I'm truly wanting to receive what God has for me. Then it goes on and it says, Making your ear attentive to wisdom and inclining your heart to understanding. And so again, he's talking about it going in, hearing this, receiving it, and inclining your heart to it. Right? Hide your word in my heart, hide your word in, in your heart so that you may not sin against God. Hide it, treasure it up, incline our ears to it, be attentive to God's word. Then it says, if you call out for insight and raise your voice for understanding, if you call out, right? James tells us that if we ask, he gives wisdom. If we're not asking for it because we think we know everything, well, guess what? We're not going to receive it from anyone. We're not going to receive this gift from God if we already think we've got it all together, if we think we know everything. And so he says, ask, cry out for insight. This isn't something where we just kind of sit, like cry out to God. I mean, incline your whole demeanor. I go two different places. I either go up to the hills from where my help comes from, or I go down in repentance. And so you're going to find me in prayer, if I'm by myself, either going up to the hills from where my help comes from, or down on my knees in repentance. And so as we are crying out for that insight, because I can't do this on my own. I don't know what is going on in this world. I don't know what tomorrow holds. But I know the one who does. And so as we continue on it says. Seek it like silver and search for it as for hidden treasures. I'm one of those people. If I see a penny on the floor I'm going to pick it up. Can you imagine if you got a treasure out there? How much? Right? Me and Bobby would get together in a heartbeat if we had a treasure map and go for it. Right? If we believed that that was really there. Well, God's telling us, are you seeking me? Are you inclining your heart to me and seeking me like a, like a treasure? Or are you coming to the Word in the morning to check the box to say, oh yeah, I remember, I've read this before. Like, where is our heart? What do we really think about God and this wisdom that He imparts to us and gives us through His Word? Are we numb to it? Have we been embedded so much and got so many commentaries and so many things around that we don't even treasure it? We don't even search for it. 
But he says if we do, if we search for it, it says, then you will understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. What beauty, right? We know that God is sovereign and he is over everything. And he does, he's in control. But he is allowing us as fallen creatures and saying, hey, I want you to be a part of this. Doesn't it ever feel good when somebody just invites you to be a part of something? Like it don't have to be about you. You just want to be a part of something. Think about this. God is allowing us to be a part of who he is. What a gift that is. What beauty that is. He doesn't want to just control us like little robots. But he's saying, hey, turn your heart to me. Ask for me. Right? I got four youngins. We got a snack cabinet. If they stand in front of it and do not say anything to me, I am not going to get up and go give them food. But if they come up and they say, hey, Daddy, can I have a snack? What am I going to do? I'm going to get up and I'm going to respond. That's what he wants. He wants a relationship with us. And then he continues to go on. And so that's what he wants our part to be of receiving this wisdom. And now this is his part. Listen to him. What a beautiful God we serve. For the Lord gives wisdom. From his mouth comes knowledge and understanding. He stores up sound wisdom for the upright. He is a shield to those who walk in integrity, guarding the paths of justice and watching over the way of his saints. He's like, hey, incline your ear to me. Lean into me. Draw near to me and I will draw near to you. And he's like, man, I've got wisdom uncanny stored up for you. Guys, if we think of who really wrote this in Solomon, how did he get all of this wisdom? He asked for it. And God gave it to him. And he was deemed as the wisest man. How beautiful is this? He's got it stored up for us. How kind of a God we serve. And not only that, he's that shield for us. And he's guarding our path as we pursue him. And we're still in this world. Right? And there's going to be those that are going to try to come against us. But God is our shield and he's guiding our path. And he's guarding it for justice and watching over. So he, we got him on every side. He is protecting us. What a beautiful God that we serve who wants to impart this to us. He says, then you will understand righteousness and justice and equity, every good path. For wisdom will come into your heart and knowledge will be pleasant to your soul. How beautiful. Beautiful is that. 
But I don't think we realize how beautiful it is unless we go back over to verse 22 and we see the contrast between it. Look at the contrast between 22 and 9 and 10. How long, O simple ones, will you love simple things? How long will will scoffers delight in their scoffing? And fools hate knowledge. So that's one choice. Then you will understand righteousness and justice and equity, every good path. For wisdom will come into your heart and knowledge will be pleasant to your soul. And as we think of this and how God desires to call men and women, boys and girls to himself, don't take that glorious gift for granted. Don't have it to be a one-time affair or something you remember back in the day. Pursue him daily. Yearn for this wisdom. Yearn for this insight. Because what we're doing when we obtain this wisdom, when we obtain these things, we're viewing God more rightly. That's where wisdom comes from. That's where discernment comes from. Because we're seeing Him more clearly. We're not seeing ourselves And when we are, we're seeing ourselves in the way that God views us instead of the way we view ourselves or the world views us. Right? I I told Amber we were on the way to Charleston. And I said, man, I just love some words of affirmation. I said, and because when I, that's the only reason that I, I love to just continue to pour into God's word. Because my mind gets twisted all the time, because I am a sinful man. But when I come back to God's word, he puts and sets my perspective correct. And if we're not desiring that, and we're thinking, I know enough of this. I'm good. Oh, it's been a while. Oh, I hadn't read that in a minute. Well, guess what? It's going to tell It's going to reveal itself. It's going to rear its ugly head. And it's going to be detrimental to the body. We need to be walking in wisdom and in knowledge of the Lord. And so let's pursue that as we continue to go through these Proverbs. There is value. Do you see the value here in obtaining This wisdom should transform everything that we are. Which is what the word of God was intended to do. Let me pray for you. Father, we love you. We thank you for your word. We thank you for your kindness. Lord, we thank you for how real it is. Lord, we thank you that it is our hope. Lord, we forget so quickly. Lord, I pray that we would be reminded of you. 
and to seek after you and to stir one another up for love and good works. Lord, we love you. I pray that as we continue on into our prayer time, that you would strengthen us by your spirit. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.